What's up, you majestic what the fluffs? I'm Tyler. And I'm Shorty. <laughs> and we are the, the Inner Idiots. Idiots. This podcast contains graphic language, violence, and other things that you probably should not let your children listen to. Please enjoy. Don't adjust your listening devices. You hear it right. Put your ugly kids to bed. It's time for the inner idiot. It ain't wet from sweat and we ain't done yet, so don't sweat the technique. I am your host, Tyler Havlin, and I might still be drunk from last night. Oh boy, he's hammered. Yay! Birthday weekend, people. It was great. So today, we're going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. We're just going to nerd it up today. Yay! And who Good. better to help me nerd things up than my wonderful co-host, the lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books, with his shirt allergies and all. That's right, his nipples are showing. Shorty fresh in the flesh. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Lord Shorty Hoffman. <laughs> Woo! Here I am. Yes, I love the nerds. Dude, nerding it up's the best. That's right. We're going to jump right into it. Today's top five. Yep. This is my top five favorite comic book slash superhero movies. Good, good. I'm excited. Now, number five is Blank Man. Who? Blank Man. Blank Man? Yes. He is holding it down for all the handicaps out there. Check out Blank Man. This is a movie? Yes. Do you remember In Living Color? Yeah. Damon Wayans, Blank Man. The only, the only thing I can remember that is fucking, um, what's his name? The Handicapable Guy. You know who I'm talking about? Is that his name? I don't know. Never underestimate the power of the handicap. And he's a fucking superhero? Yep, that's him. That's it? That's Blank Man? Blank Man. Blank Man. I did not know his name. <laughs> I just remember that specific scene. We brought that up last night. It was after you left. We started talking about like Blank Man and then Living Color. Yeah, and, and Living Color was fucking great. Dude, it was. And and people don't realize like how groundbreaking and Living Color was. Fuck yeah, dude. There will never be another, what is it, sketch comedy show? No. As good as in Hell Living no. Color. Hell no. Homie don't play that. Number four is Watchmen. Dude, it, I think it was done beautifully. Like it was a great story. It was long. I liked my superhero movies. Long. They did. The, they did the movie. Uh, they did the comic books justice. Like that was that was one of the big things. Is like um, they changed very little of what the comic book was and adding to it or taking a few things away, just bringing in their own flair. Like that was really cool. So watching the adjusting, like ju- adjusting it appropriately for film and stuff like that, they did very well. And it, and it was my first introduction to The Watchmen, because before the movie, I had no clue. Who it was a were. lot of people's first introductions. Yeah. People were like, who the hell are The Watchmen? And you, you just kind of realize like how much mm. how much comic books actually reach into the real world. Mm-hmm. Number three, kind of along the same lines, V for Vendetta. The whole scene when he d- just goes off on that V speech, mm. where all the words start with V, made my dick so fucking hard. <clears throat> Dude, it was great. I used to know it by heart. <laughs> and it's another one of those movies that really like speaks to the social climate of the world. 
at times. Like yeah, it's, and it's still. I mean, it's still apl- uh, applicable or applicable, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever the fucking word is. It's still it. It still can be applied today. Yeah, like it's so good. Um, number two was the first Wonder Woman, not the first, but the first one with Gail got it. Gail got it. Yeah, and and the fucking her her theme music in these Bro. movies. So good. It's the best hype music there is. And You're absolutely right. Number one is Snyder Cut Justice League. I watched this shit yesterday morning. I woke up early on a day. I knew it was going to be a long day. I was off. It's like, nope, I got to wake up early so I can watch this shit. And let me tell you what, I want to tear up thinking about it. It was so good. So for you, those of you who say, oh, the first Justice League... Look, you gotta watch the Snyder Cut. We're gonna try not to spoil anything. But it was so much better. So anybody that tells you, like, oh, it's the same movie, they're just... No. 80% of this fucking movie is new. The fucking... I would say, like, 90%, bro. Dude, it was so good. Alright, let's hear your list. Alright, so... My number five is Watchmen. Great minds. off the fucking rip. Um, My number... Uh, my number four is Age of Ultron, and more specifically, just one fucking scene in it—the very last scene where Ultron and Vision are discussing like the way of humanity and stuff like that—and Ultron is like trying to save the world by killing everybody and removing their fucking free will and shit. And Vision's like, "Yeah, they're gonna destroy themselves, but that they are gonna do it, not you." Like their whole dialogue between two machines talking about humanity, like is a really weird perspective that I absolutely love. The writing for that single scene is so goddamn good. Uh, I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's fucking... I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, number three is Sin City. That was good. It's such a good movie. Um, they do such a great job. Like Even the color aspects of it, because um, the way Frank Miller uh, writes and draws his comic books have always been very washed and stuff like that. So they did a movie very you know washed and you know black and white with sporadic color just to show um, in, inflection upon one thing and uh, enhancing that one thing, like the blood and uh, fucking dude, it's gold. I can't remember his fucking name. But yeah, like all the like the few characters or whatever, when color comes up, you know that's important. You know, that's such a, that's such a big thing. Um, what was that, number three? Number two uh, is is Justice League. Like the new one, the Snyder Cut Justice League, it's oh, it didn't take the one spot. No, it didn't take the it didn't take the one spot. It didn't take the one spot. Um, and I mean, give it time. <laughs> it like this list. This list has changed over the years. You know what I'm saying? Like the older I get, the more I appreciate certain things. You know, when I was younger, my superhero movie list was way different. Um, mainly because there's more out now. But anyway, um, no, like you said, dude, Justice League did it. Fucking. A wonderful job. Snyder Cut is an art of a ma- art of a filmmaker. Like, dude, it's, to, it's hard not to give shit away, dude. At the end of the movie, just I'm just gonna say this: like at the end of the movie, with me being such a huge fan and the things that I've talked about on this show, like, and even just talk about in general public, you know, and whenever we bring up comic books and stuff like that, you know, when I talk about my favorite superheroes and stuff like that. Um, everybody knows my favorite superheroes are the lineup of the Justice League. And uh, somebody come, like Camden, he was in the he was up here in the office uh, playing video games on the computer. And he heard 
just music playing. So he knew it was the credit scene or the credits. So he comes out there and like, he can barely see my face. And he's like, he's like, was it good? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Come out like, to the sound of he's you like, sobbing. He's like, are you fucking crying? I was like, fuck off. And he's like, <laughs> he says, was it that good? And I'm like, it hit my fucking feels, bro. And we go downstairs. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this movie delivered on everything that I've wanted the Justice League to be. I was like, and the best part is, is I'm like, they have the opportunity to fucking push forward. As somebody, oh, as if somebody they didn't, then it would be a waste. It would, it would be, dude. Like somebody who has waited like every bit of twenty fucking years for a film like this. Yeah. Like, it's everything that I needed. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, number one is The Crow by with Brandon Lee. That is. Obviously, it. I have the. I bought the first issue probably about eight years ago, even though it's been out of print for fucking years. Uh, James O'Barr, I got to go see him at a convention. He's the guy who wrote Andrew, the uh, comic book. Um, so that started as a comic first? Yeah. It wasn't vice versa? Yeah. There's see, a I lot. Didn't know that. See, there's a lot of films and stuff like that. People don't know that fucking. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Umbrella of Academy is a comic book. That one I knew. Um, and, and dude, I thoroughly enjoy that. I haven't got around to season two yet, but season one. Was See, I've never, wa- I've never watched the TV show because I didn't like the comic book at all. I hated really? the comic book. Oh yeah. Well, it's like the walking dead. I watched, I, wa- uh, I read probably three issues of the walking dead and then didn't read any further cause I didn't like it, but I've never been a zombie fan. So like, Makes people sense. are like, Oh man, this new zombie shows out and it's really good. And I'm like, what's it called? And they're like walking dead. I'm like, it's a fucking comic book. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, there's a handful like Lucifer. People didn't know that was co- that was a comic book either. Like that's based off of a comic book, and like my ex girlfriend was watching it and was like, "Oh my god, this is such a good show!" And I'm like, and I was like, "What's it about?" And she goes, "Oh, uh, Lucifer Morningstar, blah blah blah." There's this girl named Maze in it, and I'm like, Did "Keep they- naming." I was like, "Keep naming characters," and she started naming characters, and I was like, "All right." So I sat down and watched like a random episode with her. And at the end of it, it says, you know, characters based on DC comics. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I feel like they did a good job with that show, though. They did. They did. It's funny. They did. And the best part is, is like Lucifer Morningstar. Like, that's one of the few things um, uh, Neil Gaiman doesn't uh, get enough credit for because he kind of created the whole um, um, Valiant. uh, I believe is the name of it. I might be wrong. I don't know. But the Valiant uh, Universe or whatever was the um, – or Vertigo. Sorry, that's the name of it. Valiant's a different publishing. Yeah. Vertigo is a lot of the Sandman universe and ties to the Endless and stuff like that. And uh, Lucifer Morningstar is a part of that. And, like, I was always kind of waiting for, like, John Constantine to come in. Like, that's another movie that doesn't, like – when the first Constantine movie came out with uh, Keanu Reeves, people didn't know that was a fucking comic book. Right, right. That was a comic. Uh Fuck, what else other movies? I'm actually watching a show right now that's based on a comic, Snowpiercer. Have you seen that yet? No, and I didn't read that book either. It's pretty dope, though. I I watched the movie of it a couple years ago Mm -hmm. with Chris Evans. And and now I'm watching the series. The series is still fairly new. It's pretty good. Check it out, man. Hmm. Well, there's a lot lot of films and stuff like that. Like, especially now because they're getting in the weird shit. Like, that Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot. I have out? no desire to see it. Well, neither do I, because, again, like, when the comic book came out, I didn't even read it, because I'm like, this doesn't sound like anything I'd be into, so I just skipped over it. So, I mean, like, there's a handful, like, now we're getting into shit that I haven't read, and some of the shit, fucking, what was it? God damn it. 
there's another one that's out that somebody like I was like I've never heard of it and they're like what do you mean you've never heard of it you know everything about comic books I'm like motherfucker like do you know how much there is like there is no, I, there is no human possible way that I can know everything about comic books get the fuck out of here like right. I wish I did fuck Let, let's circle back to Snyder Cut before the break real quick <laughs> Ben Affleck there is not enough love for him as Batman in no, this world no fuck no there isn't and and a fun fact and you you're probably gonna know the answer to this. But th- Batman is not the first superhero that Ben Affleck has played. It's not the second superhero. Do you know all the superheroes that Ben Affleck has played? I can name three. Well, the one off the top of my head is fucking uh, Daredevil. Which I actually liked that Daredevil. Movie. Yeah, the writing was bad. As a kid, I loved it. As an adult, I didn't. Uh, let's see. The second superhero that he was. Hmm. So, so he's been Batman, Daredevil... Who else? And he's been Superman. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was never released, but yes, he was... No, the movie was about the guy, the original guy who played Superman. Keanu, or uh, fucking... Not Christopher uh, Reeves. The The old show, it, I want to say the, the movie is called Hollywoodland, I think. And it's it's about the original actor who played Superman and like his tragic life and shit. But yes... Ben Affleck has been Superman on the big screen before. Hmm. But I, I remember seeing pictures of him being Superman. I don't remember him like actually playing like. And I guess I guess that would have been a hell of a distinction because I would have asked like, uh, or if I would have known that, I would have said, oh, "Fuck, there's probably a dozen he's been." But, uh, like, whether he was actually Clark Kent, Kal El, you know what I'm saying? Like that would have been that would have been a thing. Uh, what's yeah. the movie called? Hollywood land, I believe. The new Superman, the guy who plays him, just happens Henry to Henry Cavill, dude. I'm talking about the the new show. He just happens to be named Tyler. Really? Yep. Just saying. So, on that note, we're gonna take a break, smoke about it. I'm gonna try and get unhung over. And we're gonna come back and talk about one of the cities close to the inner idiot's heart. Okay. Yeah. Yay! This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It is March 21st, 2000, dumb, and I am a year older today. I've been a year older for like two days now. Oh, man. I'm getting old, dude. 37? Cool. Now, to toot my own horn, nobody says you look 37. I always get early 30s, late 20s. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. If I lost weight, maybe I'd look more like my age, but my fat keeps me young looking. Is that right? That's what I'm going with. Oh, okay. Maybe if I was thinner, I'd have more wrinkles or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I got the mentality of a like 16-year-old, so we're good there. Right. I'm just forever young. All right, but today's city is close to my heart. Boston, Massachusetts. One of our top cities. Shout out to the boys in Revere Atwood podcast. I am stumbling today. I'm sorry. I'm hungover. But you should love me more for it. 
Boston, man. I can't believe you've never been there, Shorty. Yeah, it's one of the few cities. Like I said, dude, like this is one of the few cities in the planet that I've never been to. Oh, here's a fun fact. Well, United States. It was incorporated as a city on my birthday. Really? I mean, long before my birthday, but March 19th, 1822. Neat. That is neat. Makes me love it even more. <laughs> Boston, you fucking rock. So, to the guys in Boston that are listening, I told... After Shorty heard the interview I did, he sent me ticket prices for flights to Boston. It was great. So we're definitely going to plan that. And we also have to plan Philly. Yeah. Because right. uh, Reba wants to go to Philly pretty bad. I want to go. All right. But anyways, a little info about Boston. Boston is the capital and most populous city of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts in the United States and 21st most populous city in the United States. The city proper covers the city property covers 48.4 square miles with an estimated population of 692,600. Also makes it the most populated city in New England. Look, one of the best things about Boston is when I was up there, I spent damn near the whole time walking around getting motherfuckers to say, go fuck yourself. Because they say it beautifully. Absolutely beautifully. <laughs> but that's 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 their curse word, huh? Yeah. Or their curse phrase. Yeah, it's kinda like calling somebody a cunt in Australia. Like it's a term of endearment. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. But uh so they have this thing called the uh Freedom Trail up there. Mm-hmm. It's it's like in downtown Boston. And it's a brick walkway through the city, and it's just like a bunch of historical shit. It was badass. It was the first time I had ever fucking smoked weed out of a gas mask, and it (laughs) fucked me up so bad. (laughs) Oh, shit. But the fucking cannolis in Boston? Oh, have you ever had a cannoli, Shorty? I have had a cannoli. They're delicious. They are made from the heavens. I'm pretty sure God himself just fucking nutted in a pastry and like, here's a cannoli. Like, mm, yes, the blood of God, the come of God. Well, you can get me off that gay shit because I don't like cannolis. <laughs> I fucking love cannolis. I'm not a fan. The uh, Wrigley Field, I believe that's what. No, it's Fenway. Fenway. Wrigley's in Chicago. Fenway. I always mess up the fucking baseball yes, fields. Sports, sports yeah. and stuff. That is one of the coolest stadiums I've ever been in. Yeah? Yeah, and they have this bar that's kind of like on the outside of Fenway. But it's connected to the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, and it's the outfield. There's a chain link wall inside of the bar. And it walks out directly onto the outfield. Right. So, like, you're sitting there eating, drinking, and you feel like you're right there in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's baseball. It's boring anyways. But now I've it, only been to one baseball game and I had a fucking blast. Well, yeah, they're fun, but the the sport itself can be boring. Uh-huh. And I love playing baseball. So they have this restroom in this bar, right? <laughs> and you have to walk up steps cuz it overlooks the whole bar and it's the men's room. And you the see the fucking a, bathroom hangs over the fucking bar? Well, yeah, like it's above. That sounds unsanitary. Not hangs over it like it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's like a half a story up. Okay. And it's got a line of windows. And you're like, what, what is that room right there? Until you go up to it and you realize it's the men's room. And this is how efficient this mo- these motherfuckers are. That line of windows is urinals. So you can fucking sit there and piss 
and watch the game. Hmm. It's fucking epic. I was more excited that I got to fucking have my dick in my hand and look at everybody in the fucking room. That was great. Fucking weird. Like, you look up and you see somebody, you like, just think, their dick is in their hands right now as they're looking at you. I mean, all right. Let's find some other interesting facts about Boston. Um, it is when Wonder Woman first came out of Themyscira. She, that was her, her home for a long time, was Boston. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Neat. When she first came to the world of men. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Here's something I didn't know. Harvard's in Boston? I, dude, I told you, I don't know shit about Boston. Well, let, let's let me just click this right here. All right, got fine. my handy dandy smartphone. It's really a phone of remedial intelligence because it's slow as fuck. Yeah. So it's not quite a fucking smartphone. Yes, Harvard is in Boston. Neat. And I believe MIT is also. What is it? Somebody was like, uh, "How can a how can a city full of such uh, great colleges produce so many idiots?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of, here we go. Let's go back. Let's circle back to Ben Affleck. Got to show Ben Affleck some love, dude. One of my favorite movies with him in it is actually The Town, and it's about Boston. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. They fucking rob banks and shit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have seen it, but it's been a while. So it's just some more Ben Affleck love. I don't know what it is today. Like I just him as Batman. It it just it got my motors running. I was like, fuck, man. All the people that hate on him as Batman, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. But that's it for Boston today, because Shorty's never been. Yeah, and I have nothing. I have no, nothing to add. I'm sorry. That's all right. I mean, I'll go to Boston. We can redo this thing, it, and I'll it, fucking talk about it. It's expensive up there, though. Is it? It is expensive. And they have great coffee. Ooh. Oh, no, you're not All the coffee, coffee I cannot. All the coffee I won't drink. What do, you, what do you think your life would be like with more caffeine? Do you Probably think hell. Do you think your heart could even handle it? Oh, well, yeah, it could handle it. With as much adrenaline as you have pumping through your body at Adrenaline time. and caffeine are two different things. Yeah, but they both get the heart going. Right. And I don't need no, I don't need no more of that. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it'll put me in overload and kill me. No, we don't want that. No. Alright, find a new co-host. That's no fun. <laughs> Somebody else to work the fucking computer. Ain't nobody else gonna do that. Right. Uh no, nah, I don't got shit, man. Fucking I wish I have been to Boston, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of weird shit in there. Like, I always get told, like, a lot of major cities have, like, the weird shit in, like, people that don't, like, talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always the weird things inside of cities that nobody really, like, knows or does or whatever. That's the shit I fucking look for. Like, my one of my friends had lived in Troy, Ohio for most of their lives, and we go up there and, like, oh, we're going to get into some, like, we're going to go hiking on some of these nature trails that they got open. We're going to go see this museum. And I was like, let's go do something fucking weird. And they're like, there is nothing weird. Like, we've been to everything. I was like, bull fucking shit you have. So I fucking started looking around the interwebs and I found something they've never fucking seen before. We're going to go see it. And they were like, how has this been here the whole time? I was like, fuck, you guys haven't looked. Like, show me the weird shit. This is all I want to see. Well, luckily we have some connects up there that might be able to show us some weird shit. Good. That's all I want. I say we go this summer. Yeah, the the guys at Atwood can fucking show us what's up. Right. We can do it. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. All and right. when we come back, we're going to talk a little trending news. Yay. Yay. I got some funny stuff. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. 
FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Florida men are taking it to new heights oh, or new woes or whatever you want to call it. Because, uh, look, this one comes straight out of Florida. Of course it does. It's fucking Florida. Three people died, including a small child. That part's sad. That part's not funny. But the story overall is funny. All right. Well, give me fucking laughing, homie. After a small aircraft collided with an SUV just outside an airport in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Yeah. A Florida man took a plane up, and it's like, you know what? We ain't gonna fly this bitch. Let's just drive it on the road. <laughs> Crash it. How unlucky do you have to be to be driving down the road and get hit by a motherfucking plane? People are dead, and you're laughing about it. Dude, somebody got hit by a plane in a car. <laughs> that shit doesn't happen. <coughs> it happened Monday, uh, uh, like two this? weeks ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, that's... <laughs> Like, that is some new lows for, for Florida man. Yeah, especially the fucking height, fl- uh, the altitude. Right. Boo, god damn it, uh, so, Yeah, well, you know. All right. So, we've been to the moon, right? Ha- for the, have we? I don't know. They say we have. I, I, I think we have. It's the fucking moon. Ain't nothing. So, oh, we as a society have been to the moon. Yes. Yeah, I ain't never been to the moon. I thought you meant like our show has reached the moon, which no. is an option, which we haven't. But continue. It, it needs to. Maybe. One day. So the first humans walked on the moon in 1969. Will right. the last humans be born on the moon in 2969? After we've totally screwed up our own planet. That's the thinking behind a new proposal from researchers at the University of Arizona. Who are floating the idea of building a futuristic Noah's Ark style complex on the moon. Mm-hmm. The Ark would be an underground facility staffed by robots powered by the sun and stocked with lots of loads of sperm, eggs, spores, and seed from the earth. So basically, Arizona knows we're going to fuck up the planet. It's going to happen, right? This is the University of Arizona. I mean, I've never heard of them. Like, I don't They're know. They're not going to. No, fuck I don't that. know what it's great not, work it's not they've been happen. doing. They it's not Harvard. Up. Yeah, it's not Harvard. It's not the University of Phoenix. Like, who are they choosing? Like, you know what? We're going to take your sperm and your sperm and your sperm. We're going to send that shit to the moon to have babies. Mm-hmm. Like, who? how are they picking whose sperm, you think? What's the criteria to have your sperm sent to the moon? Uh, probably good jeans. Um, whether I just they, bought new jeans yesterday. Actually. Well, that's what I was getting to, you know, like whether they wear Bugle Boy or fucking Levi's, you know, like you gotta Bugle wear, Boy. yeah, they gotta wear some of that fucking high, high dollar fucking like really classy things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, probably, they probably base it off of intelligence and shit like that. So like all the fucking, like all the really smart people are going to get it. All the people who look really pretty are going to get it. So we ain't making it to the moon. No, fuck. No, we're not. God no. damn it. No, basically anybody who has like a long history of like no heart disease and no fucking Alzheimer's or anything, you know, if your family doesn't have any of this history, like they're going to pick you and have you jizz in a cup and like be gone. Moon babies. 
I, I want little Tyler Moon babies, though. Yeah. I don't want any more kids. I'm done on the kid front. But years from now, when I ain't got to take care of them little fucking crotch gremlins. I mean, you might be moon able to fucking sign a waiver and say, hey, like, use my sperm for science. Right? But fuck, dude. I, I want moon babies. It's It's got to be a thing. We've got to figure out how to have moon babies. Just figure out a way to get on a fucking spaceship, get to the fucking moon, and fuck, uh, fuck Reba. Fucking A. Yeah. Look, so... Or just jack off in a fucking spaceship, dude. That'd be kind of funny. Right? Could you imagine falling around <laughs> your fucking sperm floating around? That'd be terrible. I wonder if how, how long it's it like would It's like a fucking last. snow globe. <laughs> Shake that bitch up. <laughs> uh, but Bugle Boys, man. Like, do they still make Bugle Boy jeans? Fuck, I don't know. Because you pulled that out right away. I was like, oh, fuck Bugle Boys. I ain't heard of that since I was like eight. Yeah, word. Nobody hears the Jinkos anymore, but I'm fucking wearing them right now. You have Jinkos and Bugle Boys. That's two different things. Bugle Boys was like... Bugle Boy was like the, um, I don't know, preppy and jock style jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would attribute to them. Like, if you were like, if you were one of the cool kids in school, like... You were wearing fucking, you were wearing Bugle Boys. Now, if you were like the skater, fucking punk and stuff like that, you're wearing, you're wearing Jinkos. If you're like the goth kid, you're wearing trip pants. You know what trip saying? pants? You don't know what fucking trip pants are? No. That shows me, dude. Um, the fucking big, black, baggy, fucking big ass pockets, chains and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got like fucking 14 pair in my room. Yeah, I know what trip pants are now. See, and by- when I was growing up, the Bugle Boys were worn by the kids that were robbing liquor stores with their dads. Or so they were D-Gens. Yeah, D-Gens. Fucking D-Gens from upcountry. All right. So, you just bought a new car? Yeah. I just bought a new car. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how this man from Texas bought a new car. Oh, God. A Texas man has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for bank robbery. After using a borrowed dealership car to make a highly illegal withdrawal. So this dude went to a is it BMW? I believe it was BMW. <coughs> he went to a BMW dealership. Let me test drive a car. I'll go get the money out. I'll pay for it. I want to buy this car. So he takes this fucking car on test drive to a bank, robs the bank, and then goes back to the dealership and tries to buy the car with the money he just stole from the bank. How did he steal the money? Like gunpoint and shit? I, I guess. But There's t- details of this story that I need. The The story doesn't have all the details. Well, fuck. I know his name. And I know his age. Eric Dion Warren, 50, previously pleaded guilty to the charge which stems from his attempt to buy a BMW on June Jesus 7th. Christ. Warren had committed to buy a car from a dealership in Lubbock <laughs> at the time. And he borrowed a loaner car from the dealership so he could get the cash together, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Texas. What an idiot. Hey, man, I mean, fuck, what a better way, because it ain't your car yet. I mean, there's tons of better ways to do it, but Jesus. Look, if I'm robbing a bank, I'm getting a fucking class of kindergarten kids together. I'm strapping bombs to every one of them motherfuckers. I'm walking in the bank. I'm like, look, I got this class of kindergarten kids. There's bombs on them. You don't want these poor kids to blow up. Give me the fucking money. Don't call the cops. And if the cops come, they don't want them poor kids to blow up. I'm good. I'm golden. There is no flaws in this plan. I guess it kind of depends on the school that I take the kindergartners from. 
But what does that have to do with anything? You're taking kids and blowing <laughs> them the fuck up. Well, no, but if all goes well, no kids are getting blown up. You're going to have to blow up a kid, Tyler. <sighs> that's that's how these things go. Haven't you seen a fucking bank heist movie? At least one person dies every bank heist. It ain't going to be me. Exactly right. It's going to be a fucking kindergartner. Just one or two of them. <laughs> There's a whole class. There's 18 other fucking kindergartners. Yeah, they're fucking replaceable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It only takes five years to make a kindergarten. I'm glad you're not smart enough to fucking actually pull any of this off. No, I don't know how to make a fucking bomb. <laughs> so, any FBI listening, because we do got some uh, Washington, D.C. listeners. That's one of our top cities, actually. Oh, Jesus. If you're listening, look, I don't have the smarts to build a bomb. And you have to realize that this is like 50% comedy and 50% of me trying to actually figure out a way to fucking rob a bank. Do I have the balls to rob a bank? Eh, Probably not. (laughs) If that bank's guarded by snakes, it's good forever. I ain't going in that motherfucker. You're just going to see a really weird policy that it's going to have like (laughs) banks are going to start like having pet snakes sitting in the lobby and shit. Yeah, that's be the last time I use banks. You drive drive through. through ATMs. Yeah, robbing ATMs. Like, give me all your money. And Please insert debit card. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, like, dude, I'm kind of old school when it comes to banks. Though, like, I still enjoy the human interaction. I'll go into the bank when sure. I don't have to just to withdraw money. Sure. I don't know why. Reba said that the other day. She's like, "You're always going to the bank, <laughs> the, dude. The old ladies at the bank make you feel important." And they're sweethearts. Yeah. You walk in there, they're like, oh, Spencer. That's my first name, by the way. Don't don't get excited. Is it really? Yeah. I'm not using, like, aliases and shit at the bank. And they always know my name. They always call me by my name. They always tell me how nice I look, even though I go in there in some sweatpants and a fucking old-ass hoodie looking like a goddamn They got some all that granny pussy coming your way, dog. Yeah. I'm a (laughs) one-pussy man. Word. Unless the money's right. If there's money involved, it has to be a good amount. Dude, I've offered to sell my ex-girlfriend for fucking money. How much? I think it was like a million dollars. They were like, a million dollars and I can fuck your girlfriend? I was like, yes, please, do it. Show me the money. Let's go. My ex-girlfriend get all fucking pissed off. I'm like, if if somebody offers you a million dollars to sleep with you and you don't take it... I'm going to be pissed. Exactly. And she's like, you wouldn't care if somebody slept with me for a million dollars? I'm like, I would be upset that you didn't take the money. We, and we talked about this after you left last night, actually. I, I, yeah, fucking, yeah, true story. Yeah. Like, if anybody shows up with a million dollars and offers to fuck my girlfriend, I'll be like, yeah. Let's pay off take, the fucking house. Fucking do this shit, man. I got stuff I want to buy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to share the money. Like, <laughs> I'm going to share the money. You did the work. I'm going to share yeah, the money. Don't worry. Fucking, we can go out. We can do something pretty. I'll take you nine on the town. You know, whatever. Or you can take me. Whatever. It depends on who they're paying. Like, if they look at my girlfriend and say, hey, I'm going to pay you. If they look at me and say, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars for you to be okay to sleep with my girlfriend, I'm going to take that million and say, if, you, if she lets you. And I'm just going to walk away. Like, I don't give a fuck. That makes you a pimp at that point, right? Does it really? I well, mean, at, the, at that point, yeah. I mean, you're selling your so, old lady's vagina. Well, I'm just saying, I'm selling my consent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm selling my consent for you to fuck her. You so, know? So... Would then said person have to pay your old lady too? Like, here, I paid your old man a million bucks. I'll give you $20. Because well, that's then probably it's prostitution. The... Oh. 
So uh, I think the it's loop still I, prostitution if they're paying you because then that essentially makes you a pimp. No, 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 no. Because like I'm not a pimp because like the pimp doesn't fuck the fucking prostitutes, does he? I'm sure he does. Ah, oh, well, I would say I would say like if you pay the woman, it's prostitution. If you pay the boyfriend for his consent to be okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I walked up to you and said, "Hey, I'm going to give you three hundred dollars to sleep with Reba," your chances three hundred enough. Ain't I, enough. I understand, but realistically, that's all I could offer you if I had <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give you three hundred dollars to sleep with Reba because I have no desire to sleep with Reba. But anyway, but like that's the thing. Like, if I was like, "Hey, I want to sleep with Reba," and you say, "Go fuck yourself," and I say, "Hey, here's three hundred dollars," and you say, "Okay," and then I convince Reba to sleep with me. That I'm buying your consent. I'm not buying her pussy. I'm buying your consent. So, have we found a loophole? I think so. Oh, shit. Prostitution's not legal. <laughs> I mean, consent is not legal. <laughs> oh, that took a weird turn. Reba, I know you're listening. I'm sorry, hon. Don't worry. I'm not it, paying nobody no money. It take a lot. I'll talk to you guys as soon as we hit pause. <laughs> it'll, it'll take a lot more than $300, babe. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And in honor of, uh, you know, my birthday weekend, today's going to be a fairly short episode because I got more birthday shit to do. Hey, birthday shit. You celebrate your whole fucking, you celebrate the weekend, like the whole fucking thing. I have to, man, with kids and shit. It's like, I deserve a goddamn (laughs) weekend. So like, you know, Friday, what did we do Friday? Friday, we went out to eat at at a fairly nice restaurant. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend got hit on by the owner of the restaurant. It was awesome. And then we went to a comedy show where I'm going to be performing on April 9th, people. Oh, boy. So if you want to come and you're local, hit us up on the fan page or on Twitter or something, and and I'll give you the details. Um, So that's what we did Friday. Yesterday, watched Snyder Cut. That was the one of the best birthday presents I could have gotten. Thank you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> um, and then we had to get together at my house. And then today... I get to record one of my funnest things. We get to make y'all laugh or cringe or whatever. Just be a part of your day. And now I'm going to go to the casino after this. All right. But we're going to jump into Shorty's pool here. Mm. Brought to you by Comics and Games still? Yep. Comics and Games. Comics and Games. That's where I buy all my stuff. Florence, well, Kentucky. Ma- yep. Majority, majority of my comic book collection comes from uh, uh, Comics to Games. But uh, this is Identity Crisis. This is a story, a Justice League story that came out back in uh, 2004, 2005. Um, uh, Brad Meltzer uh, does a wonderful job writing this. And uh, Rags Morales does a wonderful time, wonderful job uh, drawing it, dude. Like, um, And, like, the cover that I showed you, that's uh, Tim Turner. Like, this is just absolutely stunning. Yes, it really is. It's like, a beautiful cover. I'll post I'll post pictures of it on the Facebook, and Ty will post it on um, Instagram and wh- everything else. But like, 
I mean, Michael Turner, dude, every time he does something, like, I love it. I absolutely adore it. Um, but anyway, this story pretty closely follows um, uh, Green Arrow and um, Elongated Man and a couple other people, uh, Ray, uh, Ray Palmer, uh, the Atom, and uh, it even has Mr. Miracle in it and a few other uh, weird Justice League members that you're not used to seeing. Um, but anyway, uh, there has been a murder of somebody in the Justice League or somebody closely tied to the Justice League. And Green Arrow, um, Ray Palmer, Batman, and The Flash, and a couple other guys are out searching for who did it. and Or necessarily who who caused what ha to happen and like it's a huge betrayal of trust and stuff like that everybody's kind of left their heartbroken um there's some really incredible scenes in here uh seeing uh batman have to do like everybody knows batman as being like the strong brute and stuff like that and very often being very cold and calculating you know whenever we think of batman you think you know the guy who could take down the justice league if he had to and stuff like that um but, like, there's a bit in here where uh, Tim Drake, uh, the third Robin, pass, uh, his father passes away. And Tim Drake is the one who finds him. And, of course, he's already working for Batman. And Batman is, like, he finds out about it and has to rush to Tim Drake's home before Tim Drake sees his dad. And sure enough, like, he's too late. Like... Tim Drake has already found his dad dead or whatever. And this is the, th like, this is the third time. Like, there's a scene in here where it shows, you know, Bruce Wayne standing at his family plot when his parents died. It shows Bruce Wayne standing with Dick Grayson, you know, after his parents have passed away. And then he's st now standing with Tim Drake, you know, when his father passed away. Like, it just, you can see the stages of what does this. And, like, you know, Batman even says one time in here, that he is terrified of Tim becoming like him. Like, whenever, um, there's several several parts, uh, not just in this story, but other stories or whatever, where Batman consistently says, like, I don't want my sidekicks, my Robins, to be like me. That's why they're training with me now. You know, when when Dick Grayson's parents died, he took in, he took in Dick to help him get over his parents and stuff like that. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Um... But it's it's a really cool story, and, like, it's one of the best things that – um one of my favorite stories that Green Arrow's been in because he's he's kind of step overstepping above and beyond of what he normally does. Like, you know, Green Arrow, a lot of the times we all think of comedic relief and kind of like the jokester and whatnot, which, don't get me wrong, he kind of is. He, does, he, plays, that, he plays that comedy aspect a lot, but he's kind of forefront of this detective line of work trying to find out – who killed who and what. Um, mainly because I don't want to give a lot away to the story because I want people to read it. Um, it's one that I will leave silent because if I talk about it, I'm going to give shit away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, And I really don't want to do that. But it's, I mean, this is hands down one of my favorite stories. It's why I own this big-ass collector's edition and I own, like, I own these in comic book form as well. Like, I don't do that with very many issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, I own just the comic books. I never buy the big graphic novel. No, this is the big fucking collector's edition. I had to have this. Mainly because they had Michael Turner do the cover. The it cover is a dope cover. And again, like, dude, I will praise Michael Turner to the day I fucking die. But no, this story is really cool. It shows a lot of dualities. Like people getting, like the Justice League getting into a fight 
and like almost seem like they're breaking up because of this death and the death of the superheroes uh family you know what i'm saying because like um batman's initiative to keep everybody secret um secret identity kind of to themselves and whatnot kind of fails and like whatever no big deal well it gets out and batman's whole reasoning for that was is i don't want our families to be compromised well nobody else takes it as seriously as he does and people start dying and that's a problem and like batman again like reiterates like this is why i said this you know this is why we did this and everybody's feeling gets hurt you know wonder woman is like you know like i can't believe like because she her biggest thing is like always trust like you know you should trust your team if you don't there's nothing like we're not really a team and that's like that superman's the same way um the flash he's always pretty pretty open and whatnot but like batman and hawkman specifically like those two are like yeah we're gonna keep to our fucking selves we're not gonna do this shit and I mean, it's just, it's a really good story, man. If you want to read, like, I mean, it's a murder mystery, really is what this is. If you dig that kind of thing, if you want to read a murder mystery, if you want to see characters that don't get the limelight a lot, you know, uh, Ray Palmer, the Atom, uh, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, uh, Mr. Miracle, you know, uh, even Martian Manhunter and uh, several other guys, they're in this book. They do, they have some major roles to play. It's really good. I would highly suggest it for anybody who wants to read it. That's identity crisis, people. Yep, identity crisis. And this right here is the absolute, the absolute collection. So it and, tells you how it was made and stuff like that. And I'm gonna post a picture of that on on the platforms. Yep. Um, uh, that was good. But yeah, it's it's one of my favorite ones, and it's not it's not a super long story. I think it was only like ten issues, ten or so issues. So like. It's really hard for me to talk about this story without giving anything away. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's so good. So, shout out to today's Outer Idiot of the Day. I, dude, it's me today. It's me. But you're the inner idiot. Yeah, and the Outer today. Look, it's my birthday weekend, okay? I'm allowed Some to do this. weird fucking Twilight Zone shit. We're, we're just going to incept the fuck out of this, all right? Incept. Incept the fuck. That's funny. That's all we got today, people. That's it. So in the meantime. In the betweens time. Remember, fellas, if God didn't want us kissing pussy, he wouldn't have given it lips. <laughs> Cue the music. Run it. It's stupid. <laughs>